Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay Pinchuk, host and founder of Dear Found Her. And before we get into today's episode, I have some exciting news. You've asked and I'm answering. We're taking Dear Found Her live for some much anticipated networking events starting this fall. We'll be kicking things off where I live in Chicagoland with the goal to add more cities to our lineup in 2024. Our events will be free. You just have to be a female founder, but you'll have to RSVP. So make sure you get on our list so that you are the first to know when registration goes live. Space is limited. The link's in the show notes. I can't wait to meet you. Dear Founder, as you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Dear Founder podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. It's a new month and the start of Q4. And as I said yesterday, showing up for your community is more important now than ever. Yesterday, I shared with you 10 ideas for content in Q4. And today, I'm going to show you how to implement those ideas, how to sweep them across all of your content. So I'll get into what that means in a second. But before we get into today's episode, I am your host, Lindsay Pinchuk. And for those of you who are new around here, I've been building brands for nearly 25 years since college. I started my own company back in 2010 when I was working in corporate America with just a $500 investment. I left corporate America one year in, and I grew that business to reach 3 million users per month across multiple platforms and generate seven figures in revenue for six years straight. I didn't have a marketing budget, and I started my community from scratch. I built this company through practical, cost-effective, organic marketing strategies. This was all before I led its acquisition to a large agency holding company in 2019. Two years later, I exited my company with one goal, to support other female founders and businesswomen through their own entrepreneurship journeys. I'm doing something tomorrow here on Dear Founder that I've never done before. I'm going to be taking questions on these last two episodes, marketing for your business and your Q4 strategy, and I'll be answering them on a special episode tomorrow. Why am I doing this? I'm doing this because I am human and I was in New York last week and I did not have a chance to do a first cut of an interview episode for Thursday. And it is so important to me that I show up here consistently. And to me, that means two episodes a week on Tuesday and Thursday. So instead of doing a solo episode on Thursday, I want to take your questions. I thought it would be fun. I thought it would be different. So if you have a question, make sure you email them to me, lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com or DM me by 8 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday so that I can include it in the show. So... Yesterday, I gave you a Q4 content strategy. I gave you 10 ideas that you can implement and carry through to the end of the year. 
But these content ideas, they're not just for social media. If you notice, I called yesterday's episode your Q4 content strategy, not your Q4 social media strategy. Social media is a piece of it, of course. But your content is everything that you put out into the world about yourself, your brand, your company, your business. It's everything. Yes, like I said, it's your social media, but it's also your website, your emails, your events, both virtual and live, your partnerships that you execute, and your publicity. Honestly, your content's everything. I always say that your community is your brand's biggest asset, but your content is your brand's greatest marketing tool, and it's how you grow your community. It's imperative that you sweep all of your messages across all of your content. If you've never heard me use the acronym SWEEP before, it's my proven method for building your brand and growing the community which surrounds it. It's how I built my first company, Bump Club and Beyond, and how I'm building Dear Founder and Lindsay Pinchuk Marketing and Consulting. SWEEP utilizes your social media, your website, your emails, your events, your partnerships, and your publicity to generate and execute cost-effective community-centric marketing strategies that grow your brand and build your community. When you sweep your message across all of your content in all of these platforms, big things start to happen. And if you listen to the end of this episode, I will tell you why. If you take one thing away from this episode right here, it's that I want you to start thinking about all of the ways that you can sweep your messages through your content. So let's take this podcast, for example, or yesterday's podcast. Here are all the ways that I've already used this podcast and the content in this podcast across multiple content platforms. So first and foremost, I took the episode and I uploaded it into otter.ai. Otter is a transcriber. And what it does is, is is it spits the episode back out to me in a document. And I can basically take everything that's in that document and use it for content. So here are all the ways that I have used the content in this podcast, not just promoting the podcast, but use the content in this podcast across multiple content platforms. First and foremost, the episodes live. Second, I shared it on Instagram multiple ways, multiple ways. I shared a carousel post yesterday called um, your Q4 content strategy. I shared about it in stories. I made a reel about it. There will be more assets created. I will take quotes from the podcast and create assets for reels, for posts, for carousels, etc. And I will continue to share the content that I am sharing here across Instagram. I also shared it on LinkedIn. I took the carousel that I created in Canva. I downloaded it into a PDF because that's how you create a carousel in LinkedIn. And I shared it on LinkedIn. Same copy in my post. I maybe adjusted it a little bit. I also shared um, about it in an email. Eventually, it'll go up on YouTube, and eventually, the episode will go up on DearFounder.com, and my Tuesday tip from today, the Q4 strategy plan, will go up on LindsayPinchuk.com. The content from this episode is content that I share publicly at events and in my classes all the time. I share my method sweep through public speaking engagements, through my educational events, through my webinars, through my workshops. So a lot of what I shared yesterday and today is taken from some of the curriculum that I already have created. So I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. I went into my lessons and I pulled some of the content to create this episode. And when I say I shared it, 
Oh, sorry. Last but not least, I just thought of this. Last but not least, I have two TV segments coming up in the coming weeks, and it's all surrounding the fact that it's National Women's Small Business Month, and it's all both of these segments are about entrepreneurship. So the content and the messaging that I share here will also be cut down in some way, shape, and form for my two TV segments. So that's my publicity. But when I say I shared it, like I said, I'm not just sharing the promotion of the podcast. I'm sharing the information from the podcast, what you're hearing me say and the lessons that I'm teaching. So there's a difference. But with every piece of content that you put out, whether you start with a podcast, an Instagram post, a blog post, or an email, whatever you start with, all of it can and should be repurposed. You have to remember, not everyone sees everything that you put out into the world. You might think that... (laughs) that you're repeating yourself and you might think that people are seeing everything and that you're overdoing it, but you're not. You have to think think about your own consumption, right? You don't remember what you see 99% of the time or you might see something and if you don't save it, you might be like, oh my God, who was it that said X, Y, and Z? The people who are following you, it's the same thing. So it's really, really important that you have ongoing talking points and that you become known for key messages that connect with your community and that you repeat those messages over and over and over on all of your different content platforms. As an entrepreneur who bootstrapped my business and then continued to have a $0 marketing budget when I was acquired, having a system in place was always and has always been key to building my businesses. It was key with my first company and now it's key to building my second. Many people often ask me, how big is your social media team? And my answer is, you're looking at it. It's me, (laughs) just me. Actually, I just hired a VA who repurposes some of my Instagram content to LinkedIn and onto my website. It's mainly my Tuesday tip, but that's it. Recently, I had a client with three people on their marketing team. And the three people on the team shared with me repeatedly, we just have no time in the day. You don't understand. We're stretched so thin. We have no time. And I had to tell them that they had to stop saying that to me. I shared with them and then continued to remind them that I myself was running two of my own brands on social media across multiple platforms and that I had three consulting clients and five coaching clients. So to tell me that they could not handle two Instagram accounts for a brand is complete horseshit if you ask me. All that tells me is they have no process, they're not planning ahead, and they definitely aren't being efficient with their time. And so we got to work. First, we built a strategy. I built them a content strategy, and then we decided how we were going to sweep it across all of their content platforms. Once you have that in place, you can create a process for executing and sharing your content each and every week. You can take a post and say, when there is a post, these are the five, six, seven, ten 10 things that I'm going to do to extend the reach across multiple content platforms, to sweep them across multiple content platforms. So I want to be realistic. There will always, always be more that you can share. Always. So you can't let this stress you out. But when you have a process and a system in place, you're much more efficient with your content execution. What you want to think about with every piece of content is how can I sweep this? So how can this live on social media? What are the many ways it can live on social media? 
How can I repurpose it on social media effectively and efficiently? How can it live on my website? How can it live in my emails, my events, my partnerships, and publicity? Let's start there. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to take three of the ideas from yesterday and tell you how I would apply sweep to these content ideas. Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay. So many of you reach out and ask me how you can work with me and how I can support your business. So I figured I'd simply tell you right here. Since leaving the company I founded and sold, I've helped dozens of companies, big and small, build their organic marketing strategies through my signature method, Sweep. Sweep utilizes social media, your website, emails, events, partnerships, and publicity to generate and execute cost-effective, community-centric marketing strategies to ignite your brand. Big companies hire my do-it-for-you services where I build your strategy and work with your team to implement it or find you the right resources to do so. I also offer limited do-it-with-you services where I guide you along the process of doing it yourself. You can also bring me into your company for a keynote address or a workshop to help your team level up and ignite your brand. If you're looking for that added layer of guidance, please reach out. There's a link in my show notes. Book a call with me and let's see how we can work together. I can't wait to meet you and to learn about your business. Now back to the show. Ideas. Are you ready? First, um, the first content idea that I gave yesterday was to share success stories. That in Q4, it's a really great idea to share a retrospective of the year, highlighting your major achievements, challenges that you've overcome, and testimonials from satisfied cl- customers and clients. So let me tell you how I would sweep this content. So first and foremost, on social media, I would create quote assets, carousel stories. I would turn them into reels and into videos. If I could get a client testimonial in a video, that would be something that would be gold. I would repurpose each of the assets that I created across multiple social platforms. So I would share them on LinkedIn. I would share them on Instagram. Oftentimes, my Instagram posts directly to my business's Facebook as well. If I had a video, I would find a way to repurpose it to TikTok if you have a TikTok. So I would really squeeze all of the juice out of that. Then on your website. So this is the second part of Sweep, right? Your website. Any testimonials that you have, you want to put on your website. You can have a page of testimonials, happy happy customers or clients, client testimonials. You can create a blog post with case studies, or you can have a page of case studies. If you go on to lindsaypinchuk.com up at the top, one of the tabs is, um, it drops down and it says case studies. And you can open it up and see three case studies that I that I did with clients and what was achieved from those case studies. I think it was Huggies, Target, and Nordstrom. And everything is outlined right there on the website. So you can put your most valuable achievements as well. So if you've gotten any press or if you've gotten any awards this year, put those on your website as well. Put them on your homepage. So you want to make these things, these success stories visible on your website as well. So the third um, part of this is emails. When you're sending out an email about your services and you want people to transact or about your product and you want people to transact, you can use these testimonials or case studies as a selling tool. In your events, I often weave success stories into my presentations when I'm teaching a lesson or when I'm going through a talk at an event. Um, maybe if you are, if an, an event, there, there are many definitions of the word event, right? So like if you have a product and you go to trade shows, it's, you can absolutely print out testimonials and put them on your display or on your table. You can share those verbally with people at your 
who come to your booth at a trade show. So there's all these different ways to weave in success stories at events as well. Also, on the converse, when you're at an event, especially if you are hosting an event of your own, you can ask for testimonials or feedback following that event and then use it. Partnerships, ask your clients for feedback or testimonials. I mean, that's the obvious one with this, right? You can also ask if they would come on and allow you to interview them on social media or for your website. Again, this is just more content, but if you collaborate on content and sharing success stories, this is a great marketing tool for you. And then publicity. Oftentimes people think that TV or print is publicity, like traditional press, but really publicity is when anyone is talking about you and your brand. So share these success stories when you're interviewed, if you're on a podcast, whenever you're talking about your business, share the success stories. People want to know that what you do works and that people are finding success with whatever your product or your service is. So the second idea that I had yesterday was holiday-themed content. I said to create gift guides or holiday decorating tips or festive recipes. If your business offers products, you know, I said to showcase them in a holiday context. But if you're a non-product-based business, one of the number one ways that I shared yesterday on the podcast was gift guides. And I actually had a lot of you guys reach out to me yesterday and say that you want a blueprint for a gift guide. So guess what? I'm creating one. Hopefully it'll be avail- it'll be available next week, but um, I'm going to take you through kind of how do how you would sweep a gift guide, right? So on social media, you can share a gift guide in a million different ways on social media. So when you you will see when December rolls around, I will announce the gift guide on a grand scale, and I'll tag and I'll share and I'll put together a reel showing pictures of a lot of the of the products. But then I will also do categories. So like if I have a category for kids, a category for dads, I will take a day and show all the gifts from those categories. And then I might even spotlight some gifts on their own. And maybe I have, and I'm going to get into this in a second, but a partnership with some of these entities and I spotlight them solely, right? So there are so many different things that you can do with the gift guide. You can show products in your stories. You can create reels. You can create a carousel post. There are so many different things that you can do. And of course, no matter what you are doing, you want to make sure you are tagging the brand so that they in turn will share it. Your website. So obviously the gift guide will be hosted on your website. You can make a gift guide on a blog. So basically you can take an image and you can create a gift guide underneath it and just kind of make a blog post. Or you can make something that's a little more involved. So we make a landing page on our on our website and then each category has its own page. And it's something that I actually know how to do myself. I have outsourced it in the past, but it's something that I now have a template for and it's very easy for me to do on my own. Emails. I send out multiple emails about the gift guide with a call to action to check it out and to enter to win if there's a giveaway associated with it. But we always do multiple big email pushes saying like, check out our gift guide events. If you have any holiday events for your brand, you can see if any of the brands that you've featured in the gift guide want to donate product for prizes or grab bags or gift bags. This was something we did at Bump Club all the time. Partnerships. You can ask any of the brands that you feature if they would want to do a collaborative post or if they would share the gift guide. I always send out the gift guide to every single person that's in it. Most of them know already, but I I always send it. And Oftentimes they share. I would say over 75% of the people in my gift guides share the gift guide. 
The gift guide is the ultimate partnership as the brands that are featured will almost always share because to them that's editorial. And then publicity. So I have forever pitched my gift guide to TV for segments and I've brought the brands that I featured in the gift guide onto TV for publicity, promoting the gift guide, my brand and the brands within it for the holidays. So I've created press from this piece of content. The Bump Club Holiday Gift Guide was one of the biggest year-round initiatives that we did. Every single year, we featured almost 100 gifts for everyone in your family. We had multiple TV segments. We did a giant giveaway for deserving families on a show in Chicago called Windy City Live. We gave away many of the gifts at our live events. It was really a full sweep integrated approach to the gift guide. Every single thing that we did featured products and brands that were featured in the gift guide. And, And it was editorial. We didn't take money to be in the gift guide. And it provided us with content. It provided us with a lot of extra eyeballs on our brand because all of the brands shared it. And we always did a giveaway. And I will tell you that that giveaway many years yielded thousands, thousands of entrants, which meant thousands of emails. So I share this in depth with you, and I could probably do a whole episode about gift guides, but I share this a little more in depth than yesterday so that you can get your wheels spinning and you can think about how you can use this type of content for yourself. And then last but not least, I'm going to take you through how to sweep your year-end promotions. So your year-end promotions, um, that was another idea that I gave you yesterday. Obviously, anything that you do at the end of the year, you want to make sure that you are sharing. So you want to announce your Q4 sales, your discounts, your bundles. You want to create engaging graphics or videos to promote these deals on social media and your website. And before I get into how to sweep this through your content, I want to share that this week I had a client who told me that she had her best month ever in September, largely due to the processes that we put in place, not just for her social media, because her best month ever had nothing to do with her sharing her sale and her promo on social media. She shared her promo and emails to her database and live within the walls of her business. What she did share on social media was that she was in town and she was going to be at her place of business teaching. She currently is living abroad. And that was enough to get people in the door. They wanted to take her classes. She was back in town. She filled up all of her classes. And once they were there, she announced and sold them on this promo that she was offering. So I'm sharing this with you to remind you that, yes, sharing your promotions, your sales, your offers on social media is incredibly important. You have to share your offer. But sometimes sharing it live and in person and in emails is just as important. So I want to teach you how to sweep your your urine promotion. So obviously you want to share it on social media everywhere and anywhere you can. You want it in your stories. You want it on your feed. You want it in your reels. You want to be creative about it. You absolutely want to share your offers. Your website, have any seasonal promos pop up when people land on the website. All of the website builders, like I use Squarespace, there's a pop-up feature. That's what I would put on my homepage for the month of December or year-end whenever the promo is running. You want to email it out. You want your email list to hear about the promo from you. It is really important that you don't just email it once, but you email it a couple of times and that you create a sense of urgency, especially when the promo is going to expire. 
partnerships. If you want to promote your promos, do a, do a swap with a partner or ask friends of your brand to share the promo and what's going on. That's a really easy way to do that. And then publicity, it doesn't have to be a major outlet, but ask local websites, influencers, and of course your customers to share the promo for the season. Don't forget, publicity isn't just traditional press. Publicity is just creating buzz and getting people to talk about your brand. So if you're offering something amazing, make sure that you share it and that you ask others to share it too. So when you think about sweeping your message across all of these content platforms and all of these ways that you would fulfill your, get your content out into the world, you get the message out so much more than if you were to just put it on social or just send an email. You've heard the old saying that a person has to hear a marketing message seven times before they take action. And honestly, it's the God's honest truth. The more you get your message out, the more likely your community is to transact with you. And that's just fact. That is human nature and it is fact. This formula of sweep can be applied to any and all of the ideas that I shared in yesterday's episode on Dear Founder and any and all of the content that you put out into the universe. I hope that you found this helpful. I hope that this started to jog your creativity and ideas in your head for the fourth quarter and into the first quarter. I've created a checklist for you. It's 30 pieces of content in two hours to help you to start thinking through this process. You can grab it through the link in the show notes. And I want you to say and reiterate again, I don't want this to stress you out. These 30 ideas are ways that you can easily repurpose content. And you're not going to do all of them for every single piece of content that you put out into the world. But it really is a great way to see how the options are really and truly endless. If you have questions about today's episode or yesterday's episode, please email them to me, lindsay at lindsaypinchuk.com. You can put in the subject line podcast question, or you can visit the question box in the stories on my Instagram at dearfounder or at lindsaypinchuk, or you can DM me. Um, And I will be happy to answer as many questions as possible on a very special episode coming your way tomorrow. So for now, Thank you so much for listening and thank you for being here. Have a great day.